0: express employment professionals makes it easy forget about posting jobs sifting through resumes being ghosted and interviewing unqualified applicants visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you express employment professionals is your full service workforce solution connecting you with top talent fast with more than 40 years in the staffing business express helps thousands of companies Find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed, that's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford a mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. I've been telling you about Tacova's boots for a very long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Takova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B O N E S at tacovas.com and that's t e c o v a s.com. Come and point your toes west. Uh.
1: Be kind to Little, food for, soul little food for your soul. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Laugh a little more. Tighten up your core. Said EK, EK. you kicking it with four things.
2: With Amy Brown.
0: Happy Thursday! Welcome to Four Things. Amy here, and I've got my sister Christy here on Zoom. We've started the podcast over like three times now because I have a headache and I've been rambling and now Christy's staring at me like, what is wrong with you? I can't focus, people. I can't focus at all. So I'm in Nashville. My sister's in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, and she's joining me for the first three things, which Christy, I want to get into morning habits That doctors and psychologists wish we would do because we'd all be better off if we start doing these things. I want to know if you do any of them. And then for the second thing, my sister is extremely passionate about a new book that she's reading. And I got to say, she's not wrong. It's amazing. I've already downloaded it and I have a completely different book that I'm reading at night. So we want to do like a little mini book club with y'all for that thing. And then, Christy, I know that your mom four and multiple teenagers always at your house all the time, especially with your boys. And I have a 14 year old daughter, but I'm going to do a little teen slang quiz with you. And it's like a parent's guide to understanding how the young kids talk these days, because I think it's important to stay in the know. And then for the fourth thing, my friend Joe will be on um, talking about her new podcast, which I think is a cool one that you're going to want to check out, especially if you're ever looking for new podcasts to listen to. But if you are listening to this one right now, it's not lost on me because there's so many podcasts, so much content out there. So thank you for being here. And Christy, I'll give a little backstory about you for people that haven't heard you on the podcast before, even though you've been a guest before, but she's been my sister for 40 plus years. (laughs) A lot of people think we look a lot alike, but personality wise, we're very different. I would say probably growing up, you were more considered like the angel, the soft-spoken, oh, Christy could do no wrong. Meanwhile, she was sneaking out at night to meet boys. She just didn't get caught until one day she opened the window and was going to sneak out and then fell asleep on the bed with all of her clothes on, and she did get caught. And so I just got caught more than you did. Like, you were sneaky about it. But she's also not someone that likes to be in the public spotlight. Now she'll join me for the podcast because that's been comfortable But I say all this because it's kind of crazy that my sister is now filming a TV show for HGTV with her husband, Ben, because they have a design build firm and they have beautiful projects that they worked on. And I'm so excited for the show to premiere this year. I can't believe it's premiering April 22nd. Is that the date? I think it's the 10th, but I mean, that all can change. It's on a Sunday
3: night. This is all what we've been told, but also everything's always very fluid. So
0: nothing is ever yeah. set in stone. Things change, but they are filming a show and they run a cute little coffee shop called Root House in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, which so many of you listening have gone by to get coffee if you're in the area and picked up maybe even a four things tote while you're there or some base camp coffee because that's my favorite root house flavor. Is it called flavor or blend or what?
3: Yeah. Blend roast.
0: It's my favorite roast. And then I saw that (laughs) Mary had actually posted that your choose joy spoons are now back in stock too.
3: Oh yeah. We restocked them. Um, We sold out quickly over Christmas and then I had to quick order some more back in. Yay. First thing.
0: So honored to have my very talented sister here to talk about morning habits and what does your morning look like and what's something you do every day no matter what?
3: This is mainly on school mornings, but on regular mornings too. My husband will get up first. The alarm goes off. He gets up, goes and turns on the boiling water for the fridge press. Then as the water's boiling, he comes back in. We make the bed. And we kind of do it in this synchronized way and we time ourselves and we can make the bed in like less than 45 seconds. It's pretty impressive. Oh,
0: fun game. (laughs)
3: This is what you look forward to after 20 years of marriage. I don't know, but he's pretty into the timing it also. So it's not just me. So we make the bed. And then by that time, the coffee's gone off, the fire's gotten started. The French press is about ready. And we sit by the fire until it's time to get the kids up. So it depends how early we get up, how much time we have by the fire and we're reading or talking or something for at least a small period of time before the kids get up, then they get up and then it's all to them until they're out the door.
0: I know having kids in the house and like trying to have a morning routine. Like I, I see these people that have these elaborate morning routines and I, I don't get it, but I've always had to leave super early for work. But even if I was home the whole time, or if I've had days where I'm off of work and I am actually there, I'm like, "Mm, not killing it in this part at all. (laughs) But making your bed does make the top five things that we should be doing every morning. And no pressure by this. And by should, I mean like loosely if you can incorporate this in your life, but like no shame if you can't at all. Psychologists and doctors apparently wish we would adopt these habits. In at number five was getting some natural light, but I wake up before there is light. Some days I don't see light until the Bobby Bone show is over and I go out to my car. And I'm like, oh. In at number four was making bed, which... I would feel like you were an inspiration to me when it comes to being a bed maker. Cause you've always been that way. Like always, like you can't function if your bed's not made. Yeah.
3: This was before all the research was coming out.
0: <laughs> you were on top of it. You were there. Someone
3: wrote a book about it and I was like, he is my person.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you should have written a book about it. Well, I didn't know it
3: was a thing. I just knew it was a thing for me.
0: <laughs> right. Well, it was not a thing for me. I could have cared less about making beds and now that I'm a bed maker because I listened to research. (laughs) And then I was like, Oh, man, Christy is on to something this whole time. Like my day is just off if I haven't made my bed. And at number three was meditating. Meditating sounds amazing to me. And I'm sure it is most people that can do that. You know, they say the benefits are just amazing. But I personally have never been able to meditate. How about you?
3: I have. Sometimes, but I feel like my mind does wander.
0: But like you've really sat down and been like, I'm about to meditate.
3: It's more like breathing, like (laughs) (laughs) deep breaths. And sometimes, you know how I have all those essential oils because I never canceled my subscription. (laughs) (laughs) I continue to get them. If you put a little essential oil in your hand and you you breathe in like you cup it over your hand and you just try to do five deep breaths and then center yourself. And sometimes I do this also like in the shower, I'll just stand there. I don't know five deep breaths. Does that count?
0: I don't know if breathing counts as meditating. I think that's called called breath work. But I don't know. I'm with you. Like my mind just races too much, but it is an art and it does take practice. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to meditate today. So, anyway, I still have that on my list of things to maybe try out. Um, and at number two is drink water. That's the first thing I do. When I get out of bed, I go straight to the sink and I make my water and I chug 16 ounces right away. And then I'll go make my bed.
3: I chug 16 ounces of coffee and then I might have some water. <laughs> Shoot, I need to hydrate better.
0: Yeah, Christy and I are going to try to hold each other accountable for drinking more water. And then in at number one was writing down something that you're grateful for. Mm. And I would say, you know, we have our four things gratitude journals. And I'll go through times where I'm like doing it all the time, but I do it at night. But morning time is a great time. That's just because I'm shorter on time in the morning. But I could see where taking some time to even just recognize maybe you don't have time to sit down and write in a book. But even writing down one thing or just while you're getting ready, saying out loud things that you're thankful for? I don't know. Do you have a gratitude practice?
3: I don't. I have this chalkboard behind me that says thankful. Um, But no, I do. I mean, I probably just mentally think of it, but I'm not in a journaling habit, but I have done that before. But I do think choosing to be grateful for something
0: sets a tone for your day. Do you want to tell people about our treadmill plan? Well, the other
3: day you were asking me why, because I was really gung-ho. I was going to go on these walks. And then all of a sudden now mornings are pretty cold and it's like 10 degrees. So I haven't been walking as much. And you were like, well, what about your treadmill? And I'm like, it's in the barn. And you said, well, why don't you go out there? And I was like, the barn's cold. Like everything's cold. But you know what? I've realized that's a little bit of victim mentality. So I'm just going to have to overcome that and either get out on my walks and bundle up or get out in my barn and get on that treadmill.
0: Yeah. And people will understand victim mentality when we get to the the thing where we talk about the book. Oh, you will. Because I now now that I'm listening to the book, I know exactly what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. And yeah, subbing the victim there. But our plan is to give people the details in case they want to try this out with like a friend or a sibling or something. We're gonna catch up more on FaceTime and we're both gonna get on our treadmills. And while we're talking, we can FaceTime and walk and catch up. And so we get that time where we get it in because I realized even as I'm in eating disorder recovery and disordered patterns recovery, working out was a disordered thing for me. Like if I didn't work out in a day, I thought the whole day was off or like I had this story in my head that like my knees like physically felt fat. I know that sounds crazy, but it was a feeling that I had where my knees just felt heavy. And I don't know why that's where I felt it. I mean, of course I felt it other places, but it was something like I felt it in my knees. I don't know that I've ever said that out loud to anybody. And I would just need to have that release, and then that feeling would be gone from my knees, the top part of my knees. Maybe I need to talk to a psychologist about that or what was happening there. be in tune with that. Well, I haven't had that feeling in a long time. I just had that as a teenager and through my 20s and probably my 30s. But... I scaled way back on the working out, but still moving my body is important to me because I know the benefits for mental health and my heart and wanting to get my heart rate up. I literally thought I was having a heart attack the other day. And that's what spurred this conversation with my sister of like, I need to make sure I'm doing some form of cardio. I don't run anymore. I used to be a big time runner. I've done triathlons. I've done a marathon. I would go running All the time, but I realized I don't like to run. Uh, So I'm not going to run, but I will walk on a treadmill or walk outside if once the weather's okay and I can FaceTime with you and we can do that. Yeah, run a walk together. Mm -hmm. Because I wish we lived in the same city so we could go on walks together, but we can't. So that is our treadmill plan. (laughs) If anybody wants to join in on that, yeah, it's a plan and you got to put action to your plan. Okay, well, when's our first walk? Because we haven't done it yet.
3: (laughs) I don't know. This week, we'll do it in this week.
0: Let me tell you about this hundred percent Mongolian cashmere sweater that I got for fifty dollars. I ordered it in navy, the crew neck style, and it is perfect. I wore it with jeans and heels to work, and then later in the day, threw on sneakers, and it was a simple outfit that got so many compliments. And something like this exists thanks to Quince. I already have the ivory color in my cart for my next order, which by the way, I never thought I would own anything cashmere before, but since all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's doable now. They also have organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more that you need to check out for yourself. And here's how they do it. They partner directly with top factories. Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Amy. (sighs) I was reading this whole article the other day about vitamin D and why it's so important, especially for women. Maybe I was really into it because I'm turning 43 next month, but it talked about how vitamin D is very important to the absorption of calcium in our bodies, and it maximizes our bone health, and it helps with our muscle health, our immune system. And 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. So I was instantly thankful that I take rituals essential for women 18 plus every single day because the clinical study was done and it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43%. Now there's nine key nutrients in the ritual vitamins that I take every day. I take two delayed release capsules and what that does is it optimizes our body's absorption. I take it in the morning, they're gentle on an empty stomach so you don't have to worry about that and there's this special minty essence in every bottle that just it smells good they taste good they're fun to take and rituals essential for women they are usp verified so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body no more shady business rituals essential for women 18 plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust get 20 percent off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash four things start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today That's ritual.com slash four things for 20% off. All right, look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area so that when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to expresspros.com. Each Express employment professional's location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an express office near you. So make hiring easy and go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. All right, I can't say enough good things about Tacobas. It's my favorite boot brand. Not just boots, they have everything Western that you need. And it's rodeo season, so if you're looking to put together a good outfit or you're just embracing like your cowgirl cowboy vibes... Again, Tacova's is where it's at. They bring a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. I mean, they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you would find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. I can speak to all three. Their boots are super comfortable. I can wear them to events and my feet feel fine. I get a lot of compliments. They're super cute and I feel cute. And then the customer service is out of this world. They also have trucker hats, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western boots right to your door. Visit Tecova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said, they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B-O-N-E-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code BONES at checkout and you're going to get a free trucker hat.
1: Second thing. Oh.
0: Welcome to... Christy and Amy's book club, where Christy's going to share a book and I'm going to share a book, even though I'm reading both of them like as we speak. I feel like I have a few unfinished books that I need to get back to, but I just get so excited about new books. And Christy, why don't you, you go first because you are... Like obsessed with this so much so that you and your husband are fighting over who gets to read it because you only have one copy and you're like taking notes in the margins and highlighting things. So tell us about it. Oh
3: yeah, we both like to read with a pencil. That's what I call it. But we like to underline things, star it, write in the margins. But I downloaded it yesterday also for myself so I could be listening to it and then I could go back and read it. That's how good this book is. But it is um, Donald Miller who. Um, has a podcast we listen to. We've read a lot of his books and he really why we started listening to him was his whole concept of just this idea of story and bringing more story into your business, but not only into your business model, but into your personal life. Like how do you live a good story? So he has a new book that we had pre-ordered. I don't know when, but it showed up a few days ago and I was so excited. And it honestly was perfect time because we're going through some hard stuff in the... Book Just really helps you reframe your perspective on how you want to view circumstances you go through. So the book is called hero on a mission, and I'm only on like chapter two or three, but I know enough of his work, I know it's where it's going. But I know it's going to teach me so much more than I've already learned from him. So the idea is that our life is a story. And in every good story, you will notice different types of characters. And so one type of character, and this wouldn't necessarily be in a good story, but the first type of character is a victim. And the victim faces challenges but constantly just kind of wallows in woe is me. I'm always going to face these challenges. They never necessarily rise up and grow and overcome the challenges. They just accept them. They maybe blame people for it repetitively and just no growth happens. It's so there's, that's that mindset of kind of victim mentality. Like this is going to happen to me no matter what I do. I have no control. And They don't really ever live a good story because there's no change. Then there's the villain and the villain is also a victim, has also been through hard things, but yet they are carrying so much shame over these hard things that, and they also do not grow, but they inflict pain on other people or they belittle them, criticize them repetitively to a point where if they bash someone else enough or hurt someone else enough, they will in turn feel bigger as they make other people feel small. But also with them, there is no growth, there is no change, there is no meaningfulness brought to their pain. And so they also do not live a good life, it's a sad life. Then there's the hero. The hero of a story is also someone who has been through hard things. They have faced pain, we all do in in life, but somehow they have found some type of redemption in the process and they have chosen to look at their pain as an opportunity to grow and to learn and to become a better version of themselves. And they are in some way, shape or form in the story transformed by this pain into something that's inspiring. And then the next character in a good story would be a guide. And the guide is someone who has also gone through hard things. That's what all of these characters have in common. The guide has gone through hard things, overcome them and been the hero of their own story. And now they're looking back and guiding others into their own heroic transformations through life. And so basically victims and villains are not able to live a meaningful life and heroes and guides If you choose that mentality, and it is a choice, he keeps reiterating how we are the authors of our stories. And if we just leave it to fate, then that means that takes the control out of our hands. So if we decide, no, wait, I'm the author of the story, I can take this pain and I can use it to catapult me into something better. And then I can turn around and help the person behind me who's going through something similar. You know, it's kind of that repetition of being a hero guide, hero guide. It's not that you don't face victim situations or villain moments, but it's that you don't stay in those moments. It's that you constantly are aware of the opportunity to transform through your pain and to live a good story.
0: We're all gonna be each character in our story at some point, but where do we? stay stuck Mm -hmm. the example that he gave as a guide to a hero would be haymitch and katniss if y'all are hunger games people if not that's another book recommendation and welcome welcome. yeah christy was part of our hunger games reenactment and she played effie trinket (laughs) and she had the long nails and pink outfit and pink hair and everything and it was amazing (laughs) and then like a villain would obviously be like the joker I don't even know if you and I were just talking about that or he gave that example.
3: Well, I think the villain in Hunger Games would be like the President Snow or the Game Maker. Or, I mean, there was several villains, but it was people who were just taking out all their anger and vengeance on other people and not wanting good for them. And honestly what's a word? They were like almost enjoying watching other people being, be in pain because it made them feel in mm-hmm. control and big.
0: That whole spiel she just gave here, she gave to me on the phone the other night and I was fascinated by it. And of course, you know, we're all trying to live out our story and knowing that we do have control and knowing that, you know, there's even times where I've been the villain or I might be the villain in the Future, but then there's redemption and there's hope, and that's what I love. That all those characters give you that you don't have to stay stuck. If you want to remain the villain, I guess you can, but it's not going to be as meaningful as or as purposeful or be as fulfilling. Or if you want to remain the victim, which I could see how that could be really easy. And I know there's times where I've been stuck in victim mentality for sure. Um, or in certain relationships, there's different roles that people can take on and it becomes a pattern. And then it's not healthy, but being self-aware or having the self-awareness and having talented people such as Donald Miller that can paint it in a way that is digestible. And we can really understand, yeah, these different characters and thinking of it as like this big story and like comparing it to movies. I'm excited to hear the rest of the book if you just like
3: pretend you're watching a movie, would you rather see you just sit there and wallow and blame? Or would you rather see you go out and just punish and get vengeance on people? Or would you rather see the character take the pain and grow into something amazing and let it all be somehow used for good. I mean, obviously people want to be the hero. Maybe it it could be a pre-programmed way of thinking we have and just kind of recognizing, wow, maybe I could look at this differently.
0: I want to say one last thing about hero on a mission. So in the book, he's not just being like, oh, here I am, this hero writing you this book. Here's some real examples of a time that I was a real villain. And well, so far that's where I've gotten, but you can tell that he's willing to share probably things that he's not proud of, (laughs) but he's sharing it with you to know that again, you're, you're not alone and there's hope for transformation because he's proof. Yeah. And
3: no hero or guide can ever be either one without having gone through really hard, difficult stuff. So It's all part of all of our stories and it's all part of every good movie has some type of major conflict and someone rises up because of it. Every good movie. Mm -hmm. So be the main character of your movie. Rise up.
0: Okay. So the book that I am actually reading, like when I'm going to bed is Katie Couric's book Going There. And- I've enjoyed learning more about her story and how she even came to be on the Today Show. And I'm about halfway through, so I've followed her journey from childhood to wanting to get into journalism, college, and then the little news market she was working in. And one thing that I appreciated her sharing is how many times she was able to like do a live cut or do something that would obviously be good for her, and she. but she would share that she was nervous, and she didn't know if she going to be able to do it. And then she would do it, and it would go horribly wrong. And someone high up at the news station would be like, who is this girl? She should never be on TV again. And I'm kind of paraphrasing all of that there, but that she just kept trucking along, and she wasn't going to let that stop her. And she would do the things she needed to do to show up. I mean, I feel like after some of those cases, there might be some people who are like, you know what? Okay, I can't do live news. This is something I thought I wanted, but I don't want this anymore because they could feel, you know, defeated or hurt or something. But she kept on, especially in a time where for women rising up in that role wasn't particularly easy. And men were predominantly like the hosts of shows like that. And I've made it to where she's, now a co-host on the Today Show because Brian Gumbel wrote into his contract when she joined the show that he must remain the host and she is the co-host. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, but she she did say that in the meeting where they were offering her the job, she was like, all right, well, I'm telling you, I want 50-50 on all the big interviews. And they were like, um, how about we settle on 49-51? So she's like, you know what? I made my point. I'll take the 49%. And she did. And she ended up getting some really big interviews. But what she was trying to avoid was Bryant Gumbel doing, you know, all the presidential candidates and even the sitting president or other big news stories and her doing cooking segments. Right. And more of like the fluff. So I just thought that was some good encouragement there.
3: I would say all of her story seems like she was on the hero's journey. She, which is the journey where you don't give up and you keep going and you do hard things and you don't let other people keep you from pursuing your dream. You
0: just keep going. Yeah. She talks to about how her first husband was so supportive of her career. And I haven't gotten to the point where he has passed away yet, but he died of cancer and she's Alluding to that in this last chapter where I just read, she had gone through something hard and she was like, little did I know, I didn't even know what hard was yet <laughs> because she hadn't even faced losing her husband. So it's a really great book so far. I definitely recommend it. It's been, yeah, encouraging to me. And I'm just going to say one night after reading it, I did fall asleep and I had this dream or this vision or I don't know what it was of like being in New York on TV somehow. And I'm like, I don't know. That's never been a dream of mine (laughs) other than like maybe going on to like do a segment with Robin Roberts or something like that would be so fun So I don't know if this is me just manifesting that here, but reading about Katie growing up in Virginia and then being in all these small markets in Florida and then going up to D.C. and then making her way to New York to the Today Show just by keeping at it and doing her job and not giving up and then getting noticed. It's like, oh, well, I don't know. I've always wanted to live in New York, but I've just always had people tell me, oh, that's crazy. Oh, you'd hate it. Oh, New York. Oh. They just say all these, yeah, you think you would like it, and then when you get there, you wouldn't. And I'm like, no, 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 I really think I would. And I'm not saying I'm going to move there or anything, but I don't know why I've, I would shut myself down. I guess my point in sharing this is my brain automatically shuts me down. What if that is a revelation I have at 40 years old, that that's a dream I want to chase, but I didn't know it was a dream till 40 but what I want to give people permission to that, and I'm speaking to myself in this moment, I need to give my own self permission to have new dreams. It's yes. okay. I'm not saying that when I laid my head down and had that vision dream thing, that that was really something I want or want to pursue. But the fact that my brain was already shutting me mm-hmm. down, like maybe to protect me from it, it's like, oh, you're too, you're old or you, this has been your job and you weren't even supposed to be in radio. Why in the world would you go be on, you know, a morning news show like that. And I don't know. I mean, just one segment with Robin Roberts. We'll see what happens. Or maybe we go on and we talk about Espoir in Haiti or Four Things or Christy's Coffee. Or Christy, you know what? You might get to go on the Today Show or something when you talk about your TV show, Building Roots.
3: I don't know, like, because I don't have a dream of doing that. Like, it gives me hives. It, It makes me so nervous thinking of being put on the spot you know, in some type of live situation. But I think you reading when someone has accomplished big things and you really only know them in their top platform that they've held like Katie Couric, you know, I only know her on the today show. That's all I remember her being. But I think when you read about her story and her journey to there, which I have not yet, but you are, there's something encouraging you draw from that because you realize it wasn't an easy road. There were lots of bumps. There were lots of times she could have quit, maybe was told she was terrible. But she kept going and that's what's made her life a beautiful story and how she's transformed a lot of the pain she's gone through, which I only know of regarding her husband and how that her husband who passed away and how that has made her a huge advocate for cancer awareness and things so you know, she's transformed that pain into good. And that is what people who live a good story do.
0: Maybe Katie's my guide. She could be your
3: guide. She could be in igniting in you new passions and dreams. And whether it's those or not, or other ones, you're not done. None of us are. Our story is always evolving. So I'm 45 filming a TV show for HGTV, which is not where I ever in a million years pictured myself. And um, it's scary. And a lot of parts of it have been unfamiliar. And I felt like a failure and an imposter and like, ah, terrible at it. But I just keep showing up and keep learning and we'll see where it goes.
0: All right, look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express employment professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area so that when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year. And they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express employment professional's location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. So make hiring easy and go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. All right, I can't say enough good things about Tacovas. It's my favorite boot brand. Not just boots. They have everything Western that you need. And it's rodeo season. So if you're looking to put together a good outfit or you're just embracing like your cowgirl cowboy vibes... Again, Tacovas is where it's at. They bring a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. I mean, they've carried forward all the time, honored traditions and quality that you would find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. I can speak to all three. Their boots are super comfortable. I can wear them to events and my feet feel fine. I get a lot of compliments, they're super cute and I feel cute. And then the customer service is out of this world. They also have trucker hats, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western boots right to your door. Visit Tecova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecova's has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B-O-N-E-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code BONES at checkout and you're going to get a free trucker hat.
2: Hi, we're brought to you today by Ikea. No matter if you live in a three-bedroom house or a tiny apartment, we all have mess in one form or another, and it takes over if you let it. Overcoming mess can feel like an impossible task. Who has time and money for that? But the good news is Ikea has easy and affordable solves for any kind of clutter. Got that chair that seems to collect all your clothes? There's a wardrobe organizer for that. Got a monstrous mess under your bed? No problem. That's what under-bed storage is for. How about that one drawer that seems to have everything and nothing in it at the same time? Nothing one of their many versatile drawer organizers can't solve. IKEA makes storage solutions that are within reach. Solutions that work for spaces of every size and shape. And for any budget. So you can confidently face mess head on and start enjoying every last inch of your home. Visit Ikea to explore more affordable storage today. You can't afford mess. So Ikea makes storage affordable. Here
1: we go.
0: Okay, Christy, do your kids have anything where they say to you and you feel like they're speaking another language? Like you don't know the lingo? Or are you pretty up to speed? Because I'm just going to give you a quiz and then you can tell me.
3: One of the things I guess I've heard recently is it's, that's a nice fit. That is your outfit you're wearing. Yes.
0: Okay. So parents magazine, they're helping us make sense. So we got fit out of the way. Um, what about drip?
3: Drip is like jewelry. No, Um,
0: (laughs) it's like style, especially cool and fashionable. Oh. Well, the example is that kid has some serious drip.
3: I would know what that meant in general.
0: What about POG? P-O-G.
3: Is that a short for P-O-G point of grievance? I don't know. What is it? Is it short for something?
0: (laughs) Uh, No, the definition is cool, epic, amazing. And an example would be, ah, that game is POG. Never heard it. I don't know. Try it out on your kids. See what happens. Okay, no cap. Lying? How did you know that? Because of how it's used. Like...
3: Use it in a sentence.
0: I got an A, no cap. Yeah,
3: that's how I have heard it used by my kids.
0: Yes, my 11-year-old son says no cap to me as well.
3: I did not Google any of this prior.
0: Okay, sheesh. Sheesh, I say that. I know, but see, it's something that's been a term for a long time, but in the modern slang, it's an expression for being excited or amazed by something like sheesh. My bestie just made the game-winning shot. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, like, sheesh, woo wee. No, I say it like more like, oh, sheesh, like, like, that's tiring or like. Oh, yeah, like, sheesh, that was a hard day. Right. I don't think you go sheesh.
3: Nice shot. I feel like at a basketball game, I probably have, like,
0: sheesh, that was close, you know. <laughs> what? But it's not negative. It means um amazed, awesome. What about um, vibe check?
3: Vibe check? Like, Mm -hmm. how do I look? How do I feel?
0: To assess someone or something's energy or personality. And an example would be the comment section passes the vibe check.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: What about hits different?
3: It hits different.
0: Mm -hmm. When something is surprising or unique in a good way, the new season of Euphoria hits different, which I have never seen Euphoria, but I know like a lot of people watch it.
3: I would say yeah hits different kind of catches you off guard in a good way
0: Mm -hmm. I just need you to start using these to your kids (laughs) I am writing them down trust me slaps it's funny describe something excellent or amazing often used with music like this song slaps
3: pretty sure I have heard that one
0: yeah I think Walker Hayes posted something about that the other day on Instagram he's like this song slaps and I'm like okay yeah he's definitely a cool dad probably knows all the slang lives rent-free. Well, that's the kids in general. (laughs) When kids are saying that, the definition is referring to something that you can't stop thinking about. So an example would be, our fight has lived rent-free in my head for days. I like that one. I got a lot of stuff in my head that lives rent-free. Yeah. Is that all of them? That's your guide to understanding teen slang. So. This afternoon when the kids get home from school, you can just be like, dang, I had a pog day, no cap. <laughs> I think that would mean like you had an awesome day, no lie. Yeah. Or the vibe check in this house today is slaps. slaps.
3: <laughs> It's different.
0: You know, I was thinking the other day, too, about how our kids, they will never understand life for us, like all the technology and different things that they have. And like even just looking at movie times, like how now you can just kind of like Google or like have an app. Do you remember how we used to have to call the movie theater and listen to a recorded version to get the times? And if you missed it, you had to listen to everything back over again.
3: Or you had to find it in the newspaper and they would list the show times. Well, now you're really aging yourself. We did get the newspaper.
0: Yeah. Or once we were able to get a computer or we had a computer, but mom used it for like spreadsheets or different things, like not the internet. But then once we got the internet, it would kick you off the phone. I was trying to explain that to Stashira. I'm like, if- yeah. Like it would be like, mm, and then the phone would be busy. And then it'd be like, who just got on the internet? And you'd, I just remember there being like yelling of, you know, call waiting, like a fax machine, just different things that my kids have no clue about.
3: Yeah. Do you remember star 69?
0: Yeah. That would call people back, right?
3: You couldn't know who it was, but then you could star 69 and hear them pick up.
0: Yeah. Cause that was before caller ID, but can you still do call 69 on like a cell phone? I don't know. Probably
3: not. My boys would be like 69 because
0: they're teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. The 40-year-old men that I work with, anytime like that number comes up, they're all like nice. (laughs) I
3: I know. That's like my whole dinner conversation lately.
0: Okay, sitting here with my friend Joe again. Now, you may remember Joe was on with Christine Pride. That was like a couple of months ago. Well, the end of last year, the end of 2021. They wrote a book, We Are Not Like Them. So she's back on this time, and she's a journalist, an author, a podcast host, all the things. And you have something super fun that you're now hosting called The Pod Club. And I just, see it as like you're the kind of the go-to BFF where we can listen to you and then find out what in the world we're supposed to be listening to because there's so much out there to, well, listen to. There's
4: so much out there to listen to. And I, I actually love that description of it because we want it to be a very accessible, fun show, easily digestible that you go to. The next time you pick up your phone, and you're like, I don't know what the heck to listen to. Like I have my go-to podcasts, right? But I think it's really hard to find new podcasts. There's so many, so many out there. There's like, there's not a ton of places for podcast reviews and most of it's word of mouth. So we essentially listen to all, I mean, there's and there again, so many podcasts out there, but we essentially listen to all of them to tell you which ones are good and which ones are worth listening to because life is just too short to be listening to bad podcasts. And we all need, I need like a cool best friend to tell me what to listen to. So every week I have different podcast hosts and friends that work in this industry come on and tell us what they're listening to. By the way, we need you to come on the pod club and give us your recommendations too. Oh, I would love to.
0: My lash girl and I were recently talking about this because if you get lashes done, you sit there for an hour and I'm friends with my person. I've been going to her for five years and she's become a good friend. So I want to sit there and talk the whole time, but apparently Mm -hmm. that doesn't help her with her job. She needs me to be still and my eyelids to be still. So, we listen to podcasts every time I'm in, and we run into this problem of what in the world do we listen to next? And I mean, and she's got clients all day long. I feel like someone Mm. like her, she's listening to podcasts. All day with different clients, and so this would be a good resource for someone like her. But it just she popped into my head because we were just having this conversation. And I was laying down on the table, and she was like, "So, do we want something self help today or a murder mystery? <laughs> Basically, it's either like mm-hmm. somebody killed somebody or we're figuring out how to make our lives better. That's what we love.
4: <laughs> yes, I mean, well, I, and let's be honest, that is the majority of most podcasts. It's there, like somebody somebody is murdered usually a woman, sadly, or three, or a woman needs help with something in her life. Yeah. So that's just, that's the, those are the categories yeah. of podcasts, totally.
0: And so who are some of the, the guests? Well, thank you. First of all, I'd be happy to come on and do whatever. But who are some of your guests that are coming on or who can we look forward to?
4: Oh, yeah. So for one of our first episodes, we had Malcolm Gladwell come on. I love his podcasts because I feel like I walk away smarter right? I'm like, Oh, I totally just learned something. And I like I think that's the other category of podcast, right? It's like you walk away feeling smarter or funnier, like the coolest guest at a wedding. And so his podcast is revisionist history. It's a lot of fun. It takes something that we think that we know a lot about, and kind of flips it on its head and digs a little bit deeper.
0: I'm glad you say that too, because I do want to check out his podcast, I had both the physical copy of Talking to Strangers yes, and yes. then the audio version because I was reading it. But then my friend told me, hey, heads up, like the audio version is really cool because he inserts like actual news clips from the stories that he's talking about. And when I was researching more about it too, the audio version of that book is built very similarly to how he operates his podcast.
4: Yes, yes, exactly. And so he has his own podcast company where he's just doing awesome things with how to like, change audiobooks into podcasts and then podcast into audiobooks and there's a lot of overlap. So everything that he makes is awesome. His podcast company is called Pushkin. They have another great podcast if you want, you know, a podcast about how do I make myself a little bit better today called The Happiness Lab with Laurie Santos, which is just dissects everything that could possibly make us happy and says whether or not it works or not which is awesome. I think that your last girl will totally love that one.
0: When do you listen to podcasts most? Like where do you work it into your day? So I have like three different times
4: that I do podcasts in my day. I know that first thing in the morning, I'm just gonna putter like at my computer when I first sit down. I'm like, oh, gonna check my email or like, you know, do my to-do list. So I do it for that half an hour where I'm just kind of messing around, catching up on on the the day before and what I have to do next. And then I do it every time I'm walking anywhere. I queue up a podcast, like when I go drop my kids off at school or pick them up, I listen in the shower And then I also listen when I'm working out. I live in a city, so I don't drive that often. So I really have to bake it into my day. And if I know that I'm listening to a podcast that is family friendly, and not all of the ones I listen to are, to be honest, not all the podcasts I make are always family friendly. But if I am, then I'll listen while I'm playing with my kids in the afternoon. So I'll put one on in the background while I'm like, mommy will totally do this 100 piece puzzle with you.
0: (laughs) And then like secretly, your brain is trying to be entertained. And then secretly, my
4: brain is trying to be entertained because... No one wants to build that hundred piece puzzle with your four-year-old. Yeah. You just don't. No,
0: yeah. So I've yeah, I've been there with some of those days where I'm like, okay, just gonna put this on in the background. And then do you ever listen to podcasts on, you know, time and a half or do you speed anybody up? I can't do it. I've
4: tried. And I know that it's such a more efficient way to get more podcasts in your life, but it sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks to me. It sounds too fast. It freaks me out. So I think it actually takes away from my enjoyment of a podcast.
0: What freaks me out is I get used to doing that because again, yes, I'm trying to consume. I just figured too, with you hosting this podcast, you, there's probably a certain amount of pressure to be like, I got to listen to this, 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 and this. But,
4: totally. Yeah. Because
0: when you listen to it that way for so long and then you go back to the regular and you're like, why are they talking so slow?
4: I know. Exactly. You're like, oh, wow, the whole world is on Valium now because you're so used to them essentially being on like three cups of coffee.
0: Go, 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 go. Yeah. My friend listens to the Bobby Bone show that way because she'll she doesn't listen to the show live. She listens to the podcast version of it. Oh, and right. Yeah. She listens to us on time and a half or whatever speed she ends up going to. And I think she has like a special app she even has to do that through because I don't know if that's an option everywhere. But and then she's like, yeah, I'm just so used to y'all talking so fast. And then when she talks to us normally, we're not talking very fast like that. Yeah. So No, I I, I really did try. But no, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I wish I could. Well, just to Pro tip for people out there, if you are trying to get through content and maybe you do have kids and you can't Mm -hmm. always be listening to things, if you listen to it faster, you can at least try to get it in. Yeah. Okay. Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on. And again, y'all check out the pod club and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Bye, Amy. Thanks. Bye. I've been telling you about Tacova's boots for a very long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B-O-N-E-S at Tacovas.com, And that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Come and point your toes west. All right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today, we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable.
4: This is Holly Fry from stuff you missed in History class. Let's go places.